0: everyone welcome back to another episode this episode is titled sex and the club so Ravi and I are going to play a game with you and uh, Ravi is going to ask me a word and I'm going to ask Ravi a word and we're going to say the first thing that comes to our mind surprise surprise this is the least original game um you will have ever heard of if you've ever seen kuch kuch hota Hai. and several other hindi movies that have copied this over time
1: so ravi are you ready yes okay uh palavi i'll start this game hookups clubs remixes sex <laughs> Wait, didn't we start with that no we didn't right
0: <laughs> the point of this wonderful game was and Ravi will tell you.
1: The point is that we just blabbered a bunch of words for no reason and we will talk about all of these in our episode today. So enjoy. Alivi, I have a question for you. What makes anything sexual?
0: It's a very interesting question, one that can be hotly debated based on who you are and how you consume media. Very but hot. I guess but per- Personally speaking, I would say eye contact. And I think this has held across various decades of cinema. Mm-hmm. There's something when you. Are able to hold eye contact with someone and not just staring like freaky, creepy way. Yeah. But you know, you feel the attraction and you feel the pull. And I feel from old movies sort of mastered this. And even today, it's all about making eye contact in the club. And then once you make eye contact, it's like lock. And then mm-hmm. you sort of walk towards each other, maybe buy each other a drink, you know, dance, etc. etc. But I think at least the starting point of the sexual encounter what makes something truly, you know, not just platonic partner is that eye contact is the sexy stare or the mm. gaze um stares are not sexy they're creepy i guess the like sexy look what about you what do you make something sexual in a club setting For you can most well,
1: in a club setting, i would say chemistry which i think it depends on how you want to interpret the term chemistry kind of similar to what you said it's gaze, but i think chemistry is also very deliberate and how we choose to present ourselves and how other people also respond to us is deliberate is very deliberate so i think that deliberate act of like putting yourself out there for someone else in ways that are not like creepy or that necessarily make you look uh, like a pompous idiot but just ways that enable the other person to like know that you're a approachable right and that you want to be approached i think is sexual
0: absolutely right i completely agree with you it's hardly ever just it's it's usually always implicit and then it moves to explicit so i definitely think there's like a curve there but yeah no i think that brings us straight into what we want to talk about in our episodes right we're going to discuss a bunch of club songs Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to discuss the sex what sex and the club sort of is, you know,
1: um,
0: through the lens of remixes. And I think a little bit of of our conversation hinted at this, but I'll ask you more specifically Ravi. Disclaimer guys, uh, all the opinions stated in this podcasts are our own depending on how you consume media watch these songs and internalize this opinions might be something that just don't hold true across and aren't generalizable we just wanted to acknowledge that and state that explicitly
1: i also wanted to add that we are saying all these things after watching these songs multiple number of times and actually paying attention to things like lyrics maybe when you're watching some of these songs because the lyrics are stupid or whatever you wouldn't even pay attention to it so we understand if we If you are probably listening to this and you think that, you know, we are overanalyzing or reading way too between the lines. I agree. But I think the entire point of this uh, podcast is to think about remixes in specific ways. Um, So I just wanted to point that out as well.
0: So now that we've had our little disclaimer, we can jump straight into the episode and uh, continuing with the question I was going to ask you. How many of the songs that we're going to discuss today and you can talk a little bit about the songs that you've chosen and then I'll talk about the songs that I have but out of Mm. the songs that we've chosen how many songs are even about sexual interaction
1: it's so firstly let me talk a little bit about the songs that I looked at and then I could speak about what songs are actually about like the club and hookups or sex so I looked at I think around five to six songs I looked at Bhare Bazaar, uh, Illegal Weapon, Aklar Jave, Urvashi Urvashi, and Tuchi's Hai Must Must. So these are the songs I mainly looked at. Um, and don't worry, sorry if that's a very overwhelming list. We'll definitely include in the description what songs we both looked at. And both of us together decided that we'll look at two songs. So we, looked, uh, we both together looked at Tamatama Tama and Are Kar. So yeah, those are the songs I looked at. And in terms of what I particularly noticed, it's funny because literally only two of these songs have anything to do with sex and the club. One is Tu Chi's Badiye Must Must, which has a very sexual theme going for itself. Urushi Urvishi is all about a thief who's seducing this rich woman um, to steal her branded Rolls Royce car bought from a Big Boy Toys uh, <laughs> showroom. But yes... Um, Apart from that, every other song has practically nothing to do with sex or very little to do with something sexual, at least in terms of the lyrics. Bhare Bazaar is more just about this guy, these two protagonists, and them on their respective dates, and this guy just taunting her for playing hard to get and going on a date with another guy. Illegal Weapon is a freaking dance competition, right? You have a song like Tama Tama where you just have two friends who are just reliving like their 90s memories, I guess, and just having a chill time with each other. It seems like they're girlfriend or boyfriend, but we don't really know that. So I just thought it's interesting that a lot of these songs aren't actually sexual in nature, yet at the same time, they're so sexual, which we'll talk about later.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but what songs did you look at, my dear <laughs> Uh Yes,
0: yeah. so I looked at Sheher Ki Ladki, Bum Hamma Hamma, Ordney, and Vakra Swag. Again, as Ravi said, we'll mention these songs again in the descriptions. But yeah, also, Tamata Banare PR Karle. But completely agree with Ravi there. I think, except for Bam Diggy and maybe Hamma Hamma, Hamma Hamma is a little bit more complicated though. So I would say, except for Bam Diggy, none of the songs are explicitly about sexual interactions. Or sexual themes, I think it's a derivative of the way they interact with each other eventually, but that's mm-hmm. not the basis of it. Sheher Ki set in some garage and some fancy club and he's yeah. describing what a Sheher is and he objectifies and he describes and he explains, but that's about mm-hmm. it. Hama Hama hmm. is more like two people are locked in a dingy motel room and they sense chemistry between each other and they just start dancing so it's not about so I guess like you could call it attraction and what attraction eventually leads to but I don't think the premise itself is a club Orney mm-hmm. is a more direct club setting uh, but he's imagining his wife in a club in China so I hardly <laughs> think imaginary encounters count. Vakraswag definitely more uh, in a club setting. But you know what I think is extremely interesting about Vakraswag? Its lyrics have nothing to do about sex or sexual attraction or attraction even. It has Mm. to do about fakeness and obsession with brands and how one should make true meaningful friends. And yeah, you know, (laughs) if you watch the video, I don't think that's what you take away from that. But at least lyrically, that's what it stands for means in a way. So yeah, right. no, I think, yeah, similar. So same as what you said, Ravi. No really, no real explicit connection. But then that brings me to the second question, I guess. If there is mm-hmm. no explicit connection, where does the mm-hmm. sex come from? Because clearly there's a sexual element to all of these songs. So if not explicit, mm-hmm. where do you think or where have you noticed that this element of sex comes in?
1: That's, that's a great question. Um, one thing for sure is these nonverbal interactions between... Uh, specifically the hero and the heroine, um, and how, you know, even if the lyrics have absolutely nothing to do with, not, not, see, I mean, all the songs have to do with chemistry and they have to do with maybe attraction and love, but they don't really have to do with an explicit, uh, like, sexual theme. So that's what I mean by, so when I say sexualness, I mean, like, an explicit sexual theme. So mm-hmm. it's interesting because a lot of these lyrics don't have, have nothing to do with, like, sexualness, um, but it's, dance moves it's expressions and it's um the actual like putting in thought about the theme of the song and how the hero and the heroine interact with each other that really builds up chemistry so i could give you two examples of like Bazaar and illegal weapon so in the case of Bazaar, it's interesting because as i explained before basically arjun kapoor is like eve teasing and taunting paniti chopra aka he's just playing around with her and talking about how she plays hard, hard to get I don't think they touch even a single time in the entire song, but there, uh, there's a uh, for instance in the dance steps. There's a lot of thrusts. There's a lot of hip thrusting. In the expressions, Arjun Kapoor looks very carnal in the song at times. Like he stares into the camera, winks, makes like some weird sex faces. Um, and of course, just the very fact that like this boy and girl are taunting each other and kind of like responding to each other's threats and insults, I guess, Um, that itself just adds up a lot of chemistry. So the fact that they're actually not touching builds up so much chemistry. In the case of Illegal Weapon, it's kind of the same thing where you have a dance competition going on on the streets of London because that happens every single day. And it's just interesting how, like, you know, the girl's being really assertive, challenging the guy, telling him that he's not in her league but it's it's funny because you know you can read the lyrics as it's this idea of like you know these aggressive dance steps and this interplay between the two characters that I think adds so much chemistry. So even if they're not really telling each other too much, it's all of this extra stuff. Um, but did did you notice anything like that?
0: I think when you you sort of nailed it. Um, when you've said dance moves I can say hamma hamma like right off the bat there's a scene explicitly in hamma hamma where Shraddha Kapoor is lying on that bed and Aziroy Kapoor is thrusting with his hips so it's like a very um, explicit dance move but they're thrusting the entire time picking up and thrusting and moving that definitely implies a sort of you know dance together that's not just platonic that was very interesting expressions oh my god like they look at each other like they're either in love or want to eat each other up immediately throughout uh but yeah no going back to dance moves actually which i thought was really interesting similar with ordney it's this idea that like her ordney flew away so she moves her chest around a lot which i given the fact that it's not covered with an ordney implies specific ideas about what titillates or what excites a viewer Mm -hmm. and i would say yeah, no, there was, there's a very performative element of this where they look at each other and stare at each other. And um, I would say in Sheher Ki Ladki, it's not always both of them staring at each other. Badshah just stares at Diana Penty as she is dancing very sexily on a, metal, on a couple of metal rods. If you watch <laughs> the song, you'll know exactly what it is. It's the scene in the first um, 15 seconds of the song. So Yeah, there's a lot of staring going on, but like in a very... Exactly, I like the word that you used, carnal way. Uh, But that Mm. was that. But what about verbally? You know, did you... You said... You talked a little bit about it, but you know, did you notice any specific...
1: Yeah, I I just think there are a lot everywhere. And sometimes the metaphors don't even have to be sexual. Like if you consider Ardajabi, there's really nothing... Even there's no double meaning for any of the lyrics, depending on, of course, the way that you read them. But I think it's, like, these exaggerated dance steps that she does that really kind of have a totally different meaning. So, for example, the, like, the lyrics are, like, uh, Find like, even if two people are in love, like, you can sing the same thing. But it's, like, when she's doing all these hip movements, going up and down, like, what image comes to mind when you think of, like, the fact that she can't sleep the entire night, right? Yep. And even these exaggerated lyrics where she's like, yeah, Menu barat tar pavi, dilchen kavina pavi, sounds like she's going through like next level torture in some jail or something. Pretty much. <laughs> so I just thought that that's really interesting. So you use like exaggerated, intense like descriptions of love. Um, but then of course you have like literal, like a lot of double entendres or like sexual metaphors going on. So like, in Bhare Bazaar, he's like, baby, muchko bataye, tera man hai bada. Like, like it's, his, it's his, um you know, metaphors that I think really bring out the sex, but there's no actual reference to sex itself, except in like a song like Tu Cheese Badi Must Must, where he's literally like, Tu Cheese Badi Must Must. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, like that, maybe you have better examples, but...
0: No, not better. Uh same i just have more, just have more examples uh, oh. no pretty much in chairki larki um it's a very similar sort of idea of what the way he talks about her is pretty much like an object and also pretty much like something you'd want to have sex with and like praising her sexual ability like there's a line in the song that goes you know she has a lot of stamina like you know has hai, stamina hai high Right. <laughs> Interesting, because like I mean, I don't think they work workout bunnies for sure. <laughs> there's definitely yeah. totally something else going on. So there's a lot of these. Um, I would say certain Ordney It's almost quite explicit. The chorus itself goes like odni Odi Ja. and you know what that means. You know, your hmm. odni is flying away, and you know he's there. He's staring at you, and he's getting excited. And I think that sort of sets off its own chain of events. So definitely. But Ravi, where did you notice these? For me, at least, like it was split pretty evenly between the rap and the chorus. For example, Hamma Hamma was in the rap, where he says stuff like, you know, Mm -hmm. basically, my patience is being tested and stuff like that. And (laughs) you know, happened tonight. So forgive me. And definitely Mm -hmm. he's not asking her forgiveness for snoring the rap versus the chorus versus where the sexual innuendos and metaphors are placed is also very interesting what did you find
1: No, i just think that like a lot of these songs uh have these sexual innuendos or even like aggressive sexual references in the rap part of it um like they find okay they're like being damn dramatic with their declaration of love to each other Mm -hmm. but like in the rap, for instance, he's like, jaan ha look," like, talking about how, like, especially with a lot of guys, it's really common to describe them as, like, dying, and how that's yes. kind of synonymous finishing, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Really many, like, spits and raps of trying to include sexual innuendos to titillate to the audience which is interesting
0: also like uh, i think the extremity right like the, death is a very extreme um emotion evoking uh event and i guess in these songs so is finishing you know i think it's that intense so definitely yeah. in a way i think strengthens the excitement about it right
1: I, but i thought that like in some songs it's a- absolutely explicit also like for instance, in uh, Tucci's buddy, Masmas," she says like, o and like this, referencing the girl as like a bud or a kali. Yes. Like bloomed. I mean, how can you not be more explicit than that? Um, oh so yeah. Rap part, which which. Elevates it and takes it to the next level, which I think is really interesting.
0: And it was, ad- I mean, in a, in most of these cases, the rap was what was added a lot later, as you pointed out, right? Like, this was something right. that was intentionally written down by whoever wrote badshah Hani Singh, tanish Bakchi, whoever, right? They actually wrote this shit. So I'm like.
1: Yeah. Question for you, Paluvi. oh Okay. We, sp- we spoke a little bit about, um, you know, these these particular uh then we spoke about like expressions. But what do you think the nature of these verbal and nonverbal interactions are? Mm-hmm. Um did anything stand out to you in terms of uh, like how we can characterize these interactions themselves?
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a really interesting question because a lot of the times they just it just felt like they knew what they were doing. It was easy. Like it came to them, it mm-hmm. was intuitive. You know, I can start with Hamma Hamma imagine if you're locked with this random dude that you met like maybe a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, doesn't matter with this apparently random guy in a motel room. And yeah. you, just ran- you just know what to do. And if, I mean, the chemistry is there, sure, but you break into dance and you talk about how you're going to love each other and lose each other in each other's arms. I mean, it just feels <laughs> very easy. Um, and it just happens sort of a thing, right? Yeah,
1: okay. I actually noticed that quite a bit. Okay. Um, In Bhare Bazaar, for instance, he's basically eve-teasing her. And arguably, you know, if you take the lyrics out of context and if a guy says this on the road to you, I don't know if you would be okay with it. But Bharinitya sounds like she is very comfortable. She's sometimes enjoying it when he's eve-teasing her. Um, She's smiling. Sometimes she looks irritated. but she just looks comfortable irrespective of whether she's irritated or sad mm-hmm. which i think is fascinating even in a song like Urvashi, Urvashi, there's zero conversation or zero discussion shahid just looks at her and she immediately shows interest and i understand that you know it's like it's like a 3 or 4 minute song so you, you like nobody has time to like you know show like an entire love story here but it's just shocking how organic and spontaneous it is um it's yeah, which it's not like it doesn't happen in real life. It's just interesting that a lot of songs depict depicted that way.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think with talking about this, you brought up some really interesting points about Eve teasing, right? And it's about how he sort of just goes off and how it's almost normalized by her. And I think, you know, I want to ask for consent next. I think mm-hmm. uh, maybe Tama Tama in its own way, at least the beginning Turazi, yeah. Zi, yeah. And then they just go off on their rant. But this brings me to consent. Um, were there any consent or non-consent that you've noticed in your list of songs?
1: I can talk a little bit about that. You're absolutely right, Apar- apart from Tamatamba where they explicitly said Turazi and perhaps even Arepiarka le where yeah. he says Um to kya, like mein, uh, admi ho, admi se apart from that, like literally no other song really not uh, about talking about consent, but it 's more with the i guess the problem and I can use the word problem is when consent is just not a thing exactly in the mm-hmm. Um forget the discussion about it, so like in Bhare Bazaar, for instance, like literally a line from from the song is and just in the context of the entire song, it just it just seems like that 's actually true that this guy will not leave her alone. And she plays it off as like, oh, he's just like a crazy guy, like a <laughs> naughty guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about, but it, it doesn't seem that way. Um, in, in a song like, um, say, Aklad Jave, where the girl is actually in control, right? Suddenly in the rap part of it, uh, the guy's like, baby, <laughs> It just feels ill-placed and doesn't really fit in with the whole vibe of the song also. Yeah,
0: um, no one example because I really liked all of exa- all of your examples, and I think examples. Um,
1: just because I am being extra,
0: uh, no. So for Hamama, exactly as you said, the rap just provides such a different picture from the rest of the song. Because I would say if someone just watched the video, it was as if like you know they met, and there's this storyline going, and then there's this low key connection there, and they're building off of that, and suddenly she puts on the hat, uh, on her little fedora cap, hat, whatever you want to call it. And then mm. the light dims, which is interesting. And yeah. then he starts singing, you know, he's like, oh, uh, after war on me, I don't know what's going to happen. You're tempting me. Please do not do this injustice to me. Like, I'm already going to ask forgiveness for what's about to happen. It's out of my control, et cetera, et cetera. It's exactly yeah. as you pointed out in Bhare Bazar, similar to Bhare Bazar, here, Shraddha Kapoor just laughs it off. It's like, mm-hmm. I was like, how's that a joke? I mean, you met him, like... Three, I mean, three weeks ago. I mean, for me, it was interesting. Talk about Vakraswag for a moment. And yeah. I think we missed, and you noticed, and I could not not notice after that. It was this idea, there's this part in Vakraswag where he's sort of tied up to a chair, or he's in the process of getting tied up to a chair. And he just looks so content. Like there is somewhere yeah. deep down his consent to it, and he's okay with it. And he's actually excited for what's about to happen. Now, that's very different from saying, you know, I'm going to stalk you, sort of. That's the implication. But yes, I think uh, there are different kinds of consent. And definitely consent was an issue that came up in a lot of these songs.
1: No, totally. No, um, kind of like what you're saying about Hama Hama. Even uh, like we both were discussing this, that he literally says, um, for what's going to happen later, I ask for forgiveness now. Yep. Just the thought of what that means is disturbing because... If like it is something pleasurable that she like, why does he have to ask for forgiveness for it? Yeah, so, but if they're
0: doing it together, like, why are you yeah. not saying sorry? Why are you saying
1: sorry? Like, enjoy. Exactly. It's interesting, an interesting choice to include lyrics like that for sure. Yeah. Which um, I think is also interesting because it suggests that you know there's something super exciting, something super um, alluring about sex, and it almost seems as if it's capable of breaking anyone's willpower. Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone has a lack of control. Um, So did you notice that anywhere in any of these songs?
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, just because we're talking about hamma hamma, I think it's easy to continue on with the example. It's the same thing, you know, like, my patience is waging a war against me. I think that's an extreme thing to say. Uh, (laughs) But yes, it's this idea that she is such a temptress. The idea of sexually engaging with her is so tempting that this semblance of self-control just is shredded. Odini yeah. is also a very similar thing where she's like, Odini ja, and he's like, but I'm getting excited, you know, like you're mm-hmm. tempting me, please don't do this to me, I'm going to lose control and there's this narrative of you know, you're tempting me, this is so exciting that, you know, I'm just going to forget everything, everyone and it's just going to be about this, this like, the idea of which is also funny because I think in some sense it sort of implies that pleasure is guaranteed and I'm like, hmm. If you say
1: so. Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree with you. I mean, that's what I noticed also. um, Hit the nail on the head. I have nothing new to say specifically about this point.
0: Yeah, I know. But so what else have you noticed about the nature of these sexual interactions? Because you have a really interesting list of songs.
1: (laughs) When you put it like that, it puts a lot of pressure on me to say something smart or intelligent. Okay. Thanks. Nobody's given me this much validation since forever. But anyway, so with respect to a lot of these songs, I think it's also interesting about how uh, sex is talked about as being sinful, right? And some of the metaphors that mm-hmm. they use are suggest like that the girl is like, as particularly the girl usually is poisonous, right? Or there's something scandalous about what she's doing or uh, what she's doing to the guy and making him feel, which I think is interesting.
0: Dude, it's also it's exa- it's always very interesting about how the girl. I mean, at least in my list of songs, also all the metaphors. Are They're how the always
1: girl- for the girls, pretty much. So uh, an example I'll give mm-hmm. you is in uh, "Tu Badi Badiya Must Mas," where like she mm-hmm. literally mentions the number of people who she's killed and injured. Saath mare aur I blame God. Why did weird. you make me like? I think that's interesting. And even the guy describes her as someone uh, who's like made uh, good people bad. She's always intoxicating. So there's that idea that that exaggerated kind of uh, idea of describing the woman as like, you know, sexy, but like her sexiness is and you know, the sexualness that she creates is very, like intoxicating and Lethal, almost. Illegal weapons mm-hmm. also, like, mm-hmm. the perfect example of this, where she literally says that, like, oh, my my nakra is, like, a tiki talwar, right? And even the guy refers mm-hmm. to her as, like, angar, which is, like, I think, burnt coal or whatever. So, I mean, these, these uh, metaphors for women especially are so, they, like, suggest that the woman is uh, toxic or poisonous in ways, and I think that's just an interesting way to talk about uh, sexual attraction and sex in general.
0: Still one of those scandalous things that like, what I guess is poisonous because yes, for me, at least in Shair Ki Larki, that's what he says, you know, like she, she's poison, yeah. hair, And you know, she's she's not hot. She's super hot. And she's just going to be the death of men sort of a thing. And I'm like, that's a very, um, pat DBH, but it's an interesting way to talk about sex and sexual inter- interaction. But this brings me to the next point, right? It's extremely aggressive. Yeah the way they describe, like, poison, alcohol, death, killing. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is this really how you want to talk about something that can be incredibly, you know, exciting and genuinely bringing pressure to both parties? Or, but no. I mean, so yeah, like let's... the
1: idea that sexual attraction has to be something exaggerated. is It's fine. I don't, I don't yeah. see see a problem with it necessarily. I just think it's interesting that all songs choose this aggressive stance. But yeah, sorry, I interrupted
0: Actually, I was just gonna ask you to elaborate. You know, a lot of these songs are aggressive, not just in the language, but I would also say, you know, in the way they're depicted and the way they're shot. So, do you have anything to say about that? Yeah,
1: I have a lot to say about this actually. So, in Bhare Bazaar, for instance, I mean this entire song reeks of aggression. Um, like even then first of all, this one line is in the song at least 50 times because they didn't put in any thought to write any other lyrics. Which is um Bazar baby Kalina Jana So if you go to the bazaar alone, then like there'll be commotion. Like that itself is just a <laughs> metaphor to describe that this guy will pursue her or whatever. Um he like tells her that, Oh, like all you do is keep giving lectures, you take like the hearts of men and strangle them. Uh, you know, akyose se goli martirati is what he says about her. That um, women are kind of accused of like being violent um, sexual stance is also that of violence either by uh, seducing rejecting them which I think is also interesting yeah but then she also said mm-hmm. it, she's like don't be surprised if your heart comes under my leg and I stomp all over it <laughs> so I think it's, it's yeah it's a really interesting way sometimes I think it works really well that they use, you know, these exaggerated kind of violent metaphors because it, again, like builds up chemistry and it, it's it's a turn on also.
0: Aggressive, violent, in their dance steps. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, why are you so in my face? Which I think is extremely interesting. In Shaher Ki Ladki, he's, it's interesting because you don't both have to be aggressive. She's a prop for all intents and purposes. Yeah. She's his prop. And he's being aggressive towards her. He's saying aggressive shit. He's talking to her about her body, about her effect on people, um, objectifying her when he specifically calls her, you know, she's basically is poison. She's going to kill a bunch of people. Same thing as I said, the rap, uh, Badshah's rap encompasses all of this. Um, But I also think it's interesting because aggression, aggression compared to the lyrics... Mm -hmm does not match in Vakraswag, mm. because the lyrics are literally about you know there's a part when kangana Ranauta is like you don't you're like a fake friend yeah. and he he comes out and he's like no 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 I'm not a fake friend i like I invest my heart in relationships I'm like what are you saying and what am I seeing uh so yeah sometimes it's about the aura yeah. you know I think it's the lighting in in Vakraswag, this idea that expressions are yeah. king, like expression basically can define what a song becomes, really holds true here. So I would say, like, aggression and the way they both approach each other, but also somehow equally, they both are equally aggressive about their stances, yeah. um, is nice. Somehow it ends up being uh, nice about it. But also, wait, there's another point that I wanted to. To talk about when in aggression uh maybe we'll come back but, to that. but a, we I, can i move... a
1: point to make also actually oh perfect. um yes so and Keep maybe it. you'll remember your point in the meanwhile um but i think yes. that it's not just uh sex or sexualness or sexuality that's aggressive it's also descriptions of love um yes Any songs like Aklar jave tamataman are le like even the way that they describe their love is so dramatic. So in Tamatama Tama, for instance, um, like just the lyrics, like we don't need daddy, we don't need Ramma. Uh, what was it? Like the rest of the world is just useless. And, so, you know, we
0: lay waste to anybody who comes between us. I'm like, okay. Yes,
1: even in Aare uh, Pyar he's like, our, our love won't stop, even if we have to do like, or go for war. And I'm like, okay, you know, so... I just think that when you describe love in a very intense way, it automatically becomes sexual. Um, my personal opinion. But even in Akhtar Javi, these exaggerated, like, you know, I'm crazy for you. I can't sleep since our eyes met. And this man is also like, when I see your face, my heart is always racing. Like, it's a kind of intensity that borders the line of both, like, love and intense. Sexual, like, yeah, the like consummate love, I guess.
0: So- yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And also, I remember yeah. my point. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but our our which I think is really interesting, right? They're they're aggressive, but I think maybe except illegal weapon and swag and maybe one or two songs, they're never Ill- they're never aggressive equally. Um, there's always one leading and one following. Yeah. and I think that in itself is a kind of aggression because in A.P.I. Karli, like. Ayushman Kurana is just center stage aggressive in there, in my face, which is awesome, you know. He's the hero. He takes the crown. He shines as I guess it should be. But Jitendra Kumar is sort of behind him. Almost like the whole like
1: demure versus. Is that Jitendra is always grabbing his bicep?
0: <laughs> always. I, it's so interesting. I'm like, what is.
1: I, no. I yeah. noticed this in many places. Um, this is kind of what you said before, um, or maybe, I don't know if you said this in this episode or when we were talking about who takes initiative. Um, for instance, the guy's kind of being the more, he's hes accusing the girl of, of playing hard to get and being aggressive, but in reality, he's the one who's being aggressive. Illegal weapon, she's straight up like an illegal weapon in the song. She's so aggressive from beginning. And mm-hmm. Akhlar jave also, like, he kind of shows restraint while she kind of like, not just takes the lead, but is like really sexy with her dance steps and she's trying to like show a, a slightly wilder side to herself. Um So I thought that was really interesting how in every song there's either someone who's unwilling and someone who's willing, someone who is more restrained, someone like even Tamatama Tama where uh, at least in the beginning Varun is kind of restrained and she's like pulling him and she's like, let's dance, let's do this, let's do that. So I I, I think that that also kind of brings out sexual chemistry, um, way, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like we've
0: talked, we talked about this, I guess, in our discussion call, but there's some pair. Affair- I mean, at least from what I got from watching a lot of these remixes, I think the way they've shown teasing, whether problemat- problematic or not, is like, I think I'd leave it up to people to decide. But teasing this back and forth is
1: considered
0: as something that builds chemistry. It's foreplay Mm. almost, right?
1: Yeah, but I think it's expected that aggressive uh, should uh, kind of serenade the woman through rap or through, like, professing their sexual attraction to her and that that is very desirable, like, this idea of guys. Yeah,
0: in a very intense way. But yeah, I'm no, sorry to um, say a
1: North Indian Punjabi masculine way also.
0: But no, I think you pointed out something really interesting. It's this idea of like the girl initiates. And I think this brings us to um I, I it brings us it brings me to another question I had at least, right? Question, right? So in a lot of these songs, even in humma, humma, it's like she comes out, she's like shots and she looks really cute and she's toweling her hair and she's washing her hair and she stares at him and he looks at her and he gets excited. Mm. In Odni, like, Odni flew away and this guy got excited. Hmm. Sheher Ki Larki, she's there. Baal Shah comes in, he looks at her and her looks sort of titillate. So it's almost like the woman titillates and initiates and that's why everything just, like, starts almost. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah,
1: that's also very true. Um, I just wanted to add to what I said about guys being aggressive. I think these songs, it, it see, it's debatable whether you want to call it empowering or not, but a lot of these songs, as you said, show women... Um, right and Akla Djavish is the one who mm-hmm. like brings him to the dance floor um, kind of being aggressive no, no, not necessarily in that song but in general um, she's the one who's stating her interests, her likes and dislikes um, at the same time like the guys are still being aggressive irrespective of whether you know she's in or she's out which I think is interesting but you know there's something to be said about women being aggressive in these songs as well and aggressively asserting their liking for a guy um, which i think is interesting
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no so we talked a lot about i guess um the nature you know where sex comes from but how is this literally depicted on screen i guess
1: so one thing that i can say straight off the bat is is it so interesting how heroine don't touch in a majority of these songs so we are not a majority but in a significant number of these songs so Literally, if you look at Bhari Bazaar, there's no touching at all between Pariniti and Arjun. Similarly, with illegal weapon. Um, uh, so I just thought that was very interesting that there's an entire genre of club songs which are all about sexual attraction in which there's no touching. So it kind of like reminds us a lot about like foreplay, honestly, um, and creating build up through that. Um, there are some songs which I think there's quite a bit of touching happening. Javi, um, they do ch- touch um, and even Urvashi Urvashi but then it's also interesting because they touch sometimes and then they like organically don't touch each other in a performative way um, um, are pretty benign and there's nothing way too scandalous that is happening between the hero and the heroine themselves um, Akhlar Javi does this really interesting thing where they zoom into other couples touching each other and grinding on each other um, but the actual couple itself isn't touching much. So I thought th- that is also very interesting. And then I had like a totally different, like a song on the totally um, different end of the spectrum, Tucci's cheese and Us Must, where there's a lot of touching involved. The girl touches herself a lot and it's kind of, impl- and since the guy is like intensely staring at her, you can like almost, you know, extrapolate that the guy would touch her in the same way, I suppose. Um, um, like you can definitely see his hair moving, or, like the fact that she's actually touching his neck, and I think that you know that kind of like again has been done so that the theme or the vibe of the song of her being the seductress plays or is considered to be um, part of the whole like vibe or interaction of the whole piece. Um, and I just also think it's interesting how a lot of these girls, even when they touch men, it's like there is this performance aspect to it. Like they're putting up a performance for him, which I think is interesting.
0: I pretty much saw similar trends, especially with Chair Larki. Ladki. Throughout, she was performing for him. And I think that really definitely held. And again, yeah, they were barely touched, which I think is very, very interesting. Um, And another point that I also noticed that you pointed out was camera. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when they want to emphasize something without them having to really touch is the camera zooms into that body part. Like in Ordini, the camera sort of zooms into her chest. So it's this idea that Ordini Uri Uri Jai focuses into her chest, focuses into his face being excited and you sort of connect the dots in Mm. your head.
1: Yes, that's very true. Mm -hmm. I noticed that. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about, you know, these songs. Why don't we say something about what these songs did well, maybe. I mean, like perhaps.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have a list of songs that I actually really Uh like. Uh, I love Tama Tama. I love Vakra Swag. Mm -hmm. I think um, this is at least from my list. Hama Hama also I think is quite cute uh, in retrospect. Yeah, I guess when you overanalyze, you come up with these. um, You talked about the implications of what they're saying, but also what I really like about Vakra Swag is that in all ways, they're equal in their fetishes, in their anger, in their aggression, in their gazing into each other's eyes and them being open to exploring various sexual kinks and fetishes um just a very refreshing song in a way so i mean that's one example out of like the three or four i mentioned but what about you what is like one song that you thought was refreshing and nice and just you know chill
1: well i don't know about refreshing but i really liked Akhlar jave um their chemistry was nice um at every point they were kind of other uh, through their eyes, so he wasn't forceful, yep. and it was like it looked very uh consensual and and they were on the same wavelength is what I would say, which yeah um too. I thought it's a bit more on the masculine side, which is fine, you know I don't think mm-hmm. that just because you know there are two men who are like being shown in the song in a romantic way, like it has to be feminine or anything um. It's just that the song in itself is pretty masculine. But I like the idea of them referencing, like, the whole Adam and Eve uh, story. I thought that was really neat, um, where they provided mm-hmm. the same apple and where, you know, the idea yep. of, like, a family being in a club song is something that we have not seen. Um, kind of. Kind club, of. Club, a retro mm-hmm. club song with a social message, which is nice. It's, Tama Tama refreshing. <laughs> it's, like, it's just nice to see two people just having fun and chilling which um, is different. Um,
0: Also very relatable. Absolutely. So yeah, I know. I think that's all we have for you guys today. And that was our stance on some of the songs that we chose to analyze and look at and what we could tell about what happens in a club, what naughty shit doesn't or does go down. And is it naughty in the first place, I guess, but yes, um, Thank you for staying tuned with us.